Hey, hey, thank you for coming to End of uh, Capital today. Thank you for supporting this podcast. I hope that you are striving. I hope that you are continuing to be strong. I know that, you know, the world is the world is changing. So much is happening. I mean, there are so many social problems in this world, so much social unrest. And still, we continue to believe that we should operate with a system called capitalism. Everything that it's done in its history to us, there are still people who support this system. And I hope you are not one of those people, you know? I, I hope that you are one of those people who understands the processes and the um the you know the the ways of capital is what I'm trying to say, uh, how it has just infected our lives. It has not helped us to be better people in this in this world. Uh, it continues to be more like a hindrance in our lives because so many of us just want to do other things in our lives. So many of us want to be other things in our life, but we are just stuck having to feed the system of capital by having to go to work, having to go after degrees that we don't even want, but you know, because they are high paying degrees, we, we go for them because of course, who would not want a, a good return on investment, right? Like that is what capitalism is all about. It's all about profit. It's all about making you sacrifice into the point where you sometimes feel like you're about to lose your mind, just trying, just catering to it, just wanting to uh, live a modest life, which I think is what most people do want to do. Like we want modesty. We don't, we don't want all the glitz and glam that the fake people in Hollywood market. I mean, that's, that's for them. The, the rest of us in the, uh, the, the different parts of the world, I think we just want the basics. Like we just want a home. We just want a car. We just want to be able to take vacation and so forth. And, you know, I, I've been working in the suburbs um, and it takes me at least two hours to get to the suburbs. And during my, in one of my, um, one of the stops that I go through to get to the train is uh, a stop where a lot of homeless people hang out. And I just, you know, it's summertime and I understand that, you know, they are, they are probably fine, but I just think of the wintertime of how uh, things will get worse for them. Uh, when I do see them, it will be, you know, they will have frostbites. They will be, you know, just uncomfortable. And I think of that as I'm going to work. Every day I see those people, I think of just how cruel capitalism is, how much of a monster you have to be to believe that this system is the best system when it's depriving uh, so many people of just a home, like well, how, how can someone grow? How can someone be the best version of themselves when they don't even have a home to go to? They don't have food. They have to scrabble for food. They have to scrabble for clothing. It's, it's just, it's too much. It's psychologically upsetting to have to continue to see this um, in a world that calls itself um Number one, free, like a country like the United States calls itself a free country. Uh, so many advancements have been made in terms of technology and medicine, which are good, which are good things. I mean, human beings, we have done so many great things in this world. But I think one thing that we, we have not mastered is just helping one another, just realizing how much of a uh, 
a burden we are to one another based on the social systems which we accept, uh, you know, we cannot move forward in a progressive, in a humanitarian way if we believe that uh, the old, old ways should continue to govern the new century. We're in the 21st century. I mean, why do we need to continue in the philosophies and the ideas of those who have preceded us? I mean, you, you can um, connect that, that, um, that angle to religions, to uh, capitalism, to just, just everything, basically. Like, we have, a new, we have an opportunity here in this 21st century world to um, create new things, to create new ideas. And the way we do that is to always look at the past. You know, how, what was happening in the past? How can we use the past in terms of analyzing it is what I'm trying to say. Uh, examine it, examining it and analyzing it, not to repeat it. But you see more and more people just wanting to repeat the past. I mean, look at Joe Biden in, um, in Ukraine starting a war. And now it looks like he's about to start it with China over Taiwan. And you're just thinking, like, how many do, 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 does he not understand that military is not the best um, sector that uh, a government should spend all of its money. And, and definitely when you have a patriarchy world like we do now, you're going to have military uh, and, and violence, unfortunately. And then you couple that with capitalism and you just have a recipe for disaster. You, we have a cesspool now in this world. The world operates and it looks like a cesspool because you have just so many problems and you you try to, you know, just understand the logic of people who are part of these problems, who have started these problems. And it's it's not, it cannot even be uh, in the category of, of logic anymore. It's really just um, people who do not understand the past. It, these people who are starting wars like Joe Biden, these um, uh, supporters of capitalism, they just, they are operating on, on awareness. They do not understand how things were in the past and how you were supposed to just, you know, take a different look at things of the past and move forward, not aim to bring the past into a 21st century world when you've had so many advances, like I said, like medicine and science, like what, there is just a, a, such a paradox to all of this. And it's a paradox that, that makes people like me gravely, gravely sad that uh, I'm part of a world where you are, so many people are showing me that we're not learning in the way that uh, we should in terms of um, humanitarian learning. Uh, we simply believe that um, that having a job is solving the world's problem, that uh, you know, that's all we have to do is get a job and the world is going to be fine. And that is so, it's a, it's a very unaware conclusion to make. And, you know, those people who have made that decision that having a job is all that they should um, do, I encourage you to, to rethink that, to relook at that. Because like I've said before, in more ways than one, uh, we are part of social systems and we as humanitarians and activists, we have, to, we have to pay attention to our actions within those social systems. We have to make a decision about those social systems because so many of them are proven to be ineffective. 
especially in the 21st century world. Perhaps at some point, um, you know, those systems had a chance. Uh, maybe at in, at inception, uh, they had an opportunity to to be better, to be implemented better, right? But at this point, we have enough evidence about those systems to make a decision, a, a good one, right? And the the decision about capitalism is, my God, like what else do you need to to show you that all of these imbalances within a capitalist society? Um, are not beneficial to the betterment of humanity and to human beings. What more do you need when it is showing you like over and over repeatedly, it's on like repeat, like life is on repeat because of capitalism, because the same problems uh, keeps on relapsing. They are just being faced by different generations. And you just think how, um, how, how troubling that is, how troubling that, that visual is, because, uh, you know, the whole point of life is for us to learn, right. For us to learn and grow, uh, to be stuck in, in ideas in, and social systems, which are from the past and have been created from those who preceded us many, many centuries before, uh, and to continue to believe that those dead people should continue to govern us, that is that is troubling. Think about that. Think about how um, disastrous that is. Um, you know, it's it just it needs capitalism needs an overall an overall change, an overall uh, look. And you know, unfortunately, um, those who support it are in power in power positions. They're the ones keeping it. They're the ones continuing to um, be be the the purveyors of it, the supporters of it. And we, the workers, we are at at a disadvantage because we are forced to vote for those people. We are forced to consume products, and all of that makes our lives even more bleak. Just knowing that we are, we are also caught up in the system, a system of just so many problems that creates so many problems. Um, and, and, and I know, you know, for a lot of people, they may feel that it's a, a hopeless um, mindset to think that the system will end because it's we're so far into it that we are so, um, you know, in, we're so deep. But, you know, you, you have to think of that word that people, the gurus always talk about, and that word is hope, right? Uh, I'm not a guru. I'm not trying to be a guru, but uh, that word hope, uh, it still lingers in the same way that, that the word peace lingers. And uh, we have to remember those uh, words um, as we tap into our humanity, uh, To and those words will remind us that, you know, even though things are uh, not going in the way that uh, is, is beneficial for not just ourselves, but for our neighbors, our friends, our relatives, and so forth. Something's got to give, right? That proverbial, something's got to give. And that something must be um, the dismantlement of capitalism. It must be done with. It must be uh, archived. Uh, its ideas must be archived because it has done too many wrongs in, instead of rights. And um, when you really look at its evidence, um, its whole entire relationship with uh, with how people you know come together because of capitalism, uh, you'll find that it is not a system that is um, 
uh, feasible. It is not a system that is humanitarian in by no means. It is not. Uh, it is not been the best way for us to communicate with with one another. Uh, in terms of the social contracts that capitalism gives to us, um, we are just not. We're just not in a good place in the world at this point, and it's sad. At this point in our uh, progression of life and civilization, as we know, we are not at a good point. We are still, uh, we are still struggling. And you know, a lot of people may say, "Well, we have rich people," and you know, rich does not solve. I've said this many times before. Being rich does not solve the problem. Having a business does not solve the, the problems of the world. The problems of the world must be uh, looked at with a practical lens. They must be identified. Uh, so many people are ignoring those social problems. They're not connecting the um, the reasons why those problems came to be in the beginning. Um, and and that's, that's a big problem. That's another problem <laughs> on top of the many problems that we have. So, you know, I, I hope that this podcast is just um, uplifting you in some way. I hope that it is um, reminding you that we cannot rest and accept this system for ourselves and for the children we have, uh, because we know, excuse me, we know of its past. We have experienced it through, through the lens of our parents, their, their parents, and you know the whole lineage of our family. Uh, we, we know that system very well. We know it through uh, personal experiences, professional ones too. I mean, think of how the uh, competition we have to go through with one another to get a job, a job that is connected to, uh, you know, our livelihood. Uh, we, we know it on a first person basis and we can talk about it. We, we will know what, um, what struggle is because of capitalism. And that's why we, you always have to be the different person. That's why you always have to be the person who, who looks at things, uh, through the, through, uh, in objective ways, not through, not always through your subjective lens, though you can apply your personal experience. Uh, but it cannot always be that. Uh, you cannot always be subjective. You have to think of of ways to connect with others, to see the common struggle, uh, specifically under a system like capitalism. Uh, there is a common struggle. There is a common uh, a commonality between us. And we have to know we have to make a decision because we're the ones who will have to make the decisions. Um, because as I've said before, the elected official will not make that decision for you. They will not react unless we mobilize and we say we want something different. Uh, it falls on our shoulders. It, it really does. I will say that repeatedly. It does not fall on the shoulders of the uh, politician because they, they are just going to continue on in the way that they know in the system, they have um, inherited the one that they are, um, you know, supporting and working through. And that system is causing havoc in our lives. The working class person, the um, everyday person who strives for simplicity. So please continue to listen on to this podcast if you need encouragement. <laughs> if you need a, a reason to be an activist, please listen, because I will, can tell you I will uh, be that person who encourages you to do that, to not, I don't want to be the person who teaches you about uh, getting rich and, you know, giving you a false sense of security and a false sense of uh, of life. I, I want to be as ideal as I possibly can. And I think that this podcast is helping me to convey that. 
I hope it is. I hope that that's the feeling you're getting about me, that I am very passionate about betterment. And uh, another thing is that I'm very strategic in identifying what, what is wrong within a structure, what needs changing. Um, so, you know, uh, I hope that you'll continue to come back. Please read the articles I've been writing a lot. Recently, I wrote about uh, the late Dr. Amos Wilson, who was a psychologist, an American psychologist, who repeatedly talked about psychology and uh, white supremacy and uh, Black people and also the interrelationships, um, you know, between like oppressor and oppressed. Um, so his his work is very valuable on if you want to just learn about the different ways that society operates. Dr. Amos Wilson was a legend. Um, his work remains legendary, and I encourage you to, you know, just get to know him a little bit more. I've written a little article. It's a great way to understand his work. Um, I know, I've, I mean, I've read his books. Um, I've, I've listened to many of his speeches on YouTube, so I know a little something about him. Please come back and listen in. I hope that you will um, continue to be an activist. And if, like I said, if you need encouragement, always uh, hit me up at the, on the email on the website, dismantlecapitalismglobally.com. Thank you for supporting me on Anchor Spotify. <laughs>